Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Broke the Bank Rolls. I'm Teebs, and I'm here with Max. And we're here to talk about money, finances, and our road to financial freedom. Oh, yeah. All right, for today's episode, I'm actually pretty excited about it because um, initially when I talked to this guest, I thought we'd be talking about just cryptocurrency, you know, uh, Bitcoin, Litecoin, you know, Ethereum and all that stuff. But um, he, when I was speaking to him, he said, you know, instead of talking about cryptocurrency, we should talk about blockchain. And at first, you know, like you're probably wondering what what's blockchain, which we'll get into. As I was. Yeah, but the same as me when he, we first talked. But then, you know, we talked more about it, and he explained what blockchain is, the benefits, and you know, pretty much what it all what's all what it's all about. So I'm not gonna spoil too much about it. I'm just gonna say it was a very interesting conversation. Definitely was. And um, I learned quite a bit about not just uh, blockchain, but you know, cryptocurrency, and you know, the whole. A couple theories about uh, about it and behind it, so I'm looking forward to getting into that. For me, um, actually listening to this episode, I learned that it's actually much more secure than I thought. Because when I first heard about Bitcoin, I didn't trust it at all. Mm-hmm. But hearing what um, blockchain is and how it works and the, the safety measures that goes into it, it's definitely very intri- intriguing. Yeah, I thought, I, I thought of it, you know, as I say in the interview, I thought it was just, you know, random uh, internet money with no real guiding principles to it. I thought it was just, you know, people throw money to it and try to make a quick buck off of it. But it's actually much more interesting, much more layered than um, I would have thought. So we're going to get into that shortly. But before we do, we're going to get into our status update. Now, of our $84,731.83, we've paid off $8,582.83. And thirty-two cents. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of close to what our last update was, but we hit a couple of road bumps. You definitely did. And fell off a little bit, but now we're about to get right back on track and right. you know get we, back with a vengeance because Mags finally filed her taxes. A month late. <laughs> First of all, I had to file an extension, but I finally got it done. Um, a lot of it was because I had the store, my side hustles, and all that stuff. So it's finally done. It got accepted. I actually got um, the state text as soon as we started recording this intro. So whoop whoop. So what are you going to do with those taxes? Pay off my car. All right. <laughs> well, not paid off. Just make a huge d- dent in it, pretty much. All right, so that we're on our way then. So um, I guess that's it for now. We're going to get into this interview, and I hope you guys enjoy. As usual, uh, you can hit us up on Instagram. And Facebook broke two bank rolls. Broke the number two bank, bank rolls. All one word. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Take it easy. Enjoy the interview. Bye. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Teebs from Broke the Bank Rolls, and I'm here with a guest for today, Craig Rudis. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. No problem. Thanks for being on the podcast. Um, well, today, our episode, initially, I, when I hit you up, I wanted to talk about cryptocurrency, but then you told me that we should talk about blockchain, so we're going to get a little into more, we're going to get a little more into that and uh, figure out what blockchain is and talk about, you know, how it can be used and how, why it's important to us. So, um, I guess you could just, uh, if you could introduce yourself a little bit, tell them a little bit about yourself. So, my name's Craig Rudis. Uh, I'm a project manager. I've been working for UBS. I've been working for Bank of America. Recently, I started up a um, nonprofit organization called Long Island Blockchain Council. Uh, we're looking to promote across our community ways to get informed and start adopting this uh, groundbreaking technology. That's good. That's good. So I know what a lot of people are probably wondering, what the same thing I was wondering when you first brought it up. Uh, what exactly is blockchain? Because everybody knows of Bitcoin, 
when I talked to you, I thought we'd be talking about Bitcoin and you know Litecoin and things like that. But what yeah. what is big, uh, blockchain? Well, starting with Bitcoin. So Bitcoin is just a currency, uh, and it's built on the back of blockchain technology. Mm -hmm. Now, what blockchain technology is, think of it as an open source, widely distributed accounting ledger. Um, the way blockchain technology works is everyone that wants to run the same software has access to all of the information and all of the information is then through encryption protected so mm -hmm. if you want to see some information you have to authorize that information okay. um, bitcoin is just the first application of blockchain technology because mm -hmm. money is the most basic form of basically anything yeah um, so bitcoin became the first usage of blockchain technology we've seen a lot of um, currencies since then, you know, there's also Litecoin, there's other um, forms of currency application. Mm -hmm. And then from blockchain technology, since it can do so much more, there's uh, ecosystems that are building out smart contract and operating system worlds on blockchain technology like uh, Ethereum. Ethereum, all right, yeah, I've heard the name Ethereum, but uh, when you say ecosystems, what do you mean by ecosystems? Like well, consider it everyone running the same piece of software as an ecosystem. Mm -hmm. You know, you think of Android versus Apple. Yeah. Uh, anyone that's running the Apple ecosystem, you know, iMessage as an example, they're yeah. on an ecosystem and people working within iMessage can all iMessage each other. Okay. Um, kind of same concept with blockchain technology. People within the, the Bitcoin protocol are working within just the Bitcoin protocol. Mm -hmm. People working within the Ethereum protocol are working just within the Ethereum protocol. So and going forward, there are ways that there are companies and organizations that are looking to create interoperability between these, mm -hmm. but they are all separated. So like branches of the same tree, pretty much. Yeah. That's good, that's good. So um, just a quick question, um, how did you get into uh, blockchain? Because you know, a lot of people haven't really heard of blockchain, but you know, you've been dealing with blockchain for a little bit. So I was just you know, was wondering you know, how you got involved in blockchain. I mean, years ago I had heard about Bitcoin. I was like, what, what's, who, what do I need fake internet money for? And I yeah. immediately dismissed it. And then I was working at Bank of America and one of our tech executives came to me and says, hey Craig, I need to go hire a bunch of blockchain developers. Can you get that done for me? Mm -hmm. Without question, no problem, sir. Yeah. Went over to my computer and wrote, what is blockchain? Like everybody else did. <laughs> um, thought it was really, really cool, but it didn't immediately you know, get me hooked. Mm -hmm. um, got him a couple of his blockchain developers. And then you know, I stayed on the line with what is blockchain technology. And I came across a TED Talk. In fact, I think I sent it over to you, a guy yeah. named Don Tapscott. Mm -hmm. um, did a, about an 18 minute TED talk on mm -hmm. what is blockchain technology and it, it just blew my mind. That was my first step down the rabbit hole. Yeah, when I, when I watched it, I just, I, I was kind of surprised at all the applications because I thought it was just money. But when I found out that in theory, you know, it could, it could be do, used for so much more things, you know, uh, with, with, uh, when he brought up the example of property, how he was able to, how some countries, you know, they take property away from people because there's no real way to track who it belongs to and then they could, in theory, use that to you know make it keep a claim to their land because you know like he said uh building wealth in a large part of the world is tied to owning land and being able to use your land so that was actually one of the cooler applications and then you know the whole talk about cutting up you know middle, the, cutting out the middleman as far as having transactions and you know using the banks and whatnot that was actually really cool the uh, the process 
Yeah, I mean, in its simplest form, all, block all blockchain technology is, is just a ledger that gets distributed to basically everyone. Mm -hmm. What you can do on that ledger, it can be currency or it can be property tax, property ownership. Mm -hmm. um, and it's important, in fact, it, the most important part about blockchain technology is the ability to timestamp mm -hmm. um, all, all transactions. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you have this immutable ledger mm -hmm. that at any time can prove ownership mm -hmm. or uh, prove a transaction that occurred and that everyone agreed to it, you know, at its, at its core, it's mm -hmm. built on something called consensus. Mm -hmm. uh, Bitcoin uses a consensus mechanism called proof of work. Mm -hmm. And what that does is it incentivizes people to act appropriately yeah. by they have skin in the game. In this case, proof of work is using computing power mm -hmm. and it costs a lot of money for people to run a computer to solve an algorithm. And when they solve that algorithm, they can create a block. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, they get rewarded with more Bitcoin. Yeah. And that's the proof of work me mechanism. There's some things called proof of stake, which are instead of using computing power, which has a lot of electrical uh, needs and it's effectively just a waste. Yeah. You know, they use proof of stake. Mm -hmm. That's uh, the emerging trend. Proof of stake uh, instead uses value. Yeah. You know, I will behave accordingly because I have X millions of dollars of uh, investment or any investment, regardless yeah. of millions. And by acting accordingly, I get rewarded on it. Yeah. And if I act uh, inappropriately, I get I lose my money. Yeah. So uh, another cool thing about it was when they were talking about um, pretty much how. I always thought, you know, digital money, you know, what if it gets hacked? You know, what if somebody's able to get into my account and take my money? But uh, as far as the security that, uh, that keeps the money safe, as far as when he mentioned that if someone wanted to hack your money, they'd have to hack not only just it in its current state, but all the previous transactions and whatnot that it had in the past. That was actually... So that's actually where it gets its name, blockchain. Mm -hmm. And if you can envision this ledger, so you have you start with that first block, that mm -hmm. first building block, and, yeah. that had, and in that first first building block is all the transactions transactions that occurred within a certain state of time. Mm -hmm. That next block that goes on mm -hmm. is all the transactions that occurred subsequently, mm -hmm. and these blocks get you know continually created, mm -hmm. and that's what actually keeps it secure. Is the more blocks in in this blockchain, mm -hmm. the, this ledger, is the more secure it, it is because something called Merkle trees, and I won't get too technical in yeah. it, but the address or the hash mm -hmm. that's created because of these blockchains ties back to all of the previous blocks. So if I wanted to hack a transaction that you took, mm -hmm. you know, uh, completed, I would have to try to hack not it, only your software, but everyone's software yeah. and all transactions that ever took place because they all roll to the same exact point in time. Yeah. So that actually kind of, well, if anybody's confused by that, I'm going to include the link, the video that he sent me in the show notes so you can go and look at that yourself and then, you know, jump right back in. But um, it actually kind of just seemed more secure than um, money in the banks and a lot less, hassle, a lot more hassle-free than the money in the banks because a lot of times with um, the banks, there's holding fees, you have to have minimum amounts in um, certain accounts and things like that. And... Um, with this, you really just needed, um, we, you set up, Craig actually set up, um, he showed me how to set up a digital account and it took like 20 seconds. It printed out a code for me to have and then a code that I could send, that I could send to other people that they could use to send money to me. And it was just, it was just so effortless. It was just, instantaneous. Yeah. And it just, it's just an easy way for people to have bank accounts. You know, they, you can set up a nice little quick bank account for yourself. You can use the apps on your phone to just 
send money to you, to and from people, and it doesn't it doesn't need to be like a specific app, does it? It could just be whatever. No, app I mean it's uses. all built on the same concept since the the protocol, the Bitcoin protocol, is yeah. one ecosystem, and how they create the wallets is one way, and how some of the other ecosystems create the wallets is another. And mm -hmm. you know, it is instantaneous, and it's all built on just the address that's created, and mm -hmm. then there's wallets that interface in front of it. Mm -hmm. It's just that uh, simplistic. Yeah. So that was um that was actually very very cool because you know it allows people more access to bank accounts. You were saying something about uh, not people not having bank accounts. Are there a number of people? So there are three two and a half billion as of 2017 people across the world that don't have access to a bank account and most of the time it's because they don't have enough money mm -hmm. some of the times it's because the infrastructure is just isn't set up for them where and wherever they may live mm -hmm. um, using these blockchain technologies it's instantaneous it's um, it's immutable it's across the world mm -hmm. it's global in nature and anyone can have one anywhere in the world in fact that's how we met mm -hmm. We, we were t discussing the Only Love Foundation. Yeah. Um, so the Only Love Foundation has built a school in Kibera, Kenya. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was Craig Taylor that uh, runs the Only Love Foundation. Different Craig from the last the episode. The other Craig. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what Craig Taylor and I are working on is the, those kids that are in Kibera, Kenya, they have effectively nothing and they certainly do not have a bank account. Mm -hmm. So through what I'm doing here with Long Island Blockchain and what he's doing through uh, Only Love Foundation, we're going to give these kids access to a Bitcoin wallet, which becomes their digital identity. Mm -hmm. And they effectively have this digital bank account. Anyone can have it. Anyone can give them money uh, across the world. I know Craig does a lot of his work here in the States. Mm -hmm. And you know the, the donors that want to help those kids in need, it, it's actually a real challenge. I mean, I met Craig uh, at one of our talks mm -hmm. And uh, someone went up to Craig and he was truly moved by uh, the situation down in Kibera, Kenya and says, I want to give $100 in cash mm -hmm. to this gentleman. But you know, he gave, he gave $100 in cash to Craig Taylor and he's trusting, obviously Craig's trustworthy, but Craig put it in his pocket and then how is Craig going to get it to him? The guy doesn't have a, uh, have a bank account in Kibera, Kenya. So yeah. what's he going to do? He's going to fly down to Kibera, Kenya to give him $100 in cash. Mm -hmm. and then how's he even going to you know, turn that into Kenyan shillings so that yep. you can use it? It's, and there's just too many barriers. Can't quick pay them like, you know, or, you know, or cash at them, the money. No, no definitely not. Yeah. But um, what they, what, what I, when I went to the um, meeting between both the Craigs, uh, last time they were talking about how setting up uh, these accounts for these kids and the same way he just showed me to set up this account in like 20 seconds he, he said they can make several accounts um, they could use Twitter because everybody has a Twitter they could put their public their public wallets on the on the Twitter account and people would just send them money instantaneously and you don't have to go through any other agency so no agency has a production production cost you don't have to go through a bank's management cost or anything like that the money goes directly to them with no issues like minimal Minimal, middlemen. Yeah, no intermediaries. I mean, that's that's the draw of mm -hmm. what we're doing here. You know, just from a cybersecurity aspect of it, and here back in the states, you mm -hmm. know, you're trusting your bank and my bank to protect our data. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've seen so many hacks that occur, and it's because they have this silo of data that they're spending hundreds of millions of dollars a mm -hmm. year to protect. But um, they protect it all in the same place. Well, they're the ones that are owners of it, yeah. and it's their responsibility to protect it because you've given it to them. Yeah. You know what? What this blockchain technology does is it takes it out of the hands of an individual protecting mm -hmm. the data, and it instead relies on the security of everyone that runs the same software. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone can does the work of protecting it. Yeah. So, um, I guess now the question I have is, 
you know, everybody wants to get into Bitcoin. And um, the thing about it is a lot of people, they, like you said, uh, they hear Bitcoin, they think it's some kind of digital, some digital random like internet money. And they're not really sure what to make of it, whether, you know, it's something that they could use to buy things. Because a lot of people, they think it's just, they think of it just as something that um, you just invest in and just sit on it and then and you, you just get rid of it. But then when I met you, the first day I met you, you told me that the first, very first transaction for Bitcoin was actually buying pizza. So I'm like, oh, people can actually use this and spend money with it. So how can people go about using this in like, I guess, maybe not, if not day-to-day -day life, but just in general? I mean, so we're, we're in the midst right now of building the infrastructure. And by we, I mean the entire world of mm -hmm. the cryptocurrency economy. Um, you know, in fact, just two days ago, there was um, a company in New York called Flexa mm -hmm. that is enabling... Um, Transact, you know, they're enabling merchant services. Mm -hmm. you know, Whole Foods now, you can start spending your Bitcoin at, at Whole Foods. You can start spending it uh, at, at Starbucks. Mm -hmm. You can start spending it at Microsoft. In fact, Microsoft, uh, through the BitPay, mm -hmm. which is another provider, they've been able to accept Bitcoin for years now. Overstock.com, they, they too, uh, I didn't know that. Uh, has been accepting it for years. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we are redefining a, a money system that has existed for years yeah. um, and you have to imagine how much has been built on that existing system so it takes it's going to take a quite a bit amount of time mm -hmm. but here we are it's 2019 and we're at the ground floor of what we're doing and we're building a better internet and mm -hmm. we're building something that is truly trustworthy and I implore everyone that's interested to start learning just tidbits of mm -hmm. why this is trustworthy yeah um, and you can get on the ground floor to, to the next stages of our lives. We built an internet. You know, I was a child of the, the baby internet. You know, yeah. I was back in AOL when it dial first started. Stuff, and, yeah. You had the dial up, and you know, the internet that we built is, is incredible, mm -hmm. but it's broken. You know, you have you there is a Google version of you. There is an Apple version of you. There mm -hmm. is a Facebook version of you. There mm -hmm. there are so many different versions of you, mm -hmm. and they all control your data. And it's just it's just an, a broken way of representing data that everyone just throws out into the internet and mm -hmm. nobody can verify anything. Yeah. So, uh, you know, here we are. It's something that really needs to be studied, really needs to be part of uh, our next generation. Mm -hmm. So, um, would you happen to know of any, like, because uh, everybody, you know, wants to learn about Bitcoin, but as far as when it comes to learning about Bitcoin, most people, what they would do is they just, you know, get on the computer and Google it. So do you uh, know any kind of, uh, any resources that people can use to learn? So that TED Talk I gave you is by Don Tapscott. Um, Once again, I'll put that in the show notes for anybody curious to know about, about that. The best one I could, you know, I can suggest. There, there are a ton out there. Mm -hmm. um, I'll be happy to give you a couple more resources on mm -hmm. it, but, you know, what I'm doing here with Long Island Blockchain is running a bunch of events to get people with some skin in the game. Mm -hmm. You know, start invest five bucks in Bitcoin, and yeah. you can do that on the Coinbase account. You can do it on, on Gemini and mm -hmm. Kraken, and these are the exchanges that you can buy a couple uh, a couple of dollars worth so of Bitcoin. These, One of the first things that it's important to say mm -hmm. is do not believe that you need to buy a whole ver uh, Bitcoin. Yeah. Bitcoin can be broken down to eight decimals. Mm -hmm. Decimals. Um, that's not something I didn't. I knew until like the whole Bitcoin craze. I think it was last year. Everybody was like, "Yeah, buy Bitcoin," when it shot up and then crashed. But I was like, "Oh, I see people are buying like 0.2005 percent of Bitcoins." I'm like, "Oh, I thought you had to buy the whole coin." Nope. Um, everything's fungible. It breaks down to eight uh, decimals. It's mm -hmm. called the Satoshi at that level. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, you can you know 
I'm running an event this coming Wednesday. Mm. I'm putting five US dollars worth of Bitcoin onto a, a wallet for the people that come to my event. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's point zero zero two, you know, et cetera. And then they'll have five dollars worth of Bitcoin that they now, they own. They have their skin in the game. Mm -hmm. They'll learn a little bit more about it just by having it. Yeah. So this, this event, what, uh, what, what's this event? Is that it's out in Huntington? You said the pizza day, you just... So we're, we're hosting something called Bitcoin Pizza Day here in uh, Long Island in Huntington. Now, Bitcoin Pizza Day is, is a really fascinating story. Back in 2010, on May 22nd, 2010, uh, a guy named Laszlo Henyekis offered 10,000 Bitcoin. Now, at the time, 10, that was... Yeah, Bitcoin was worth way less than a dollar. At the time, 10,000 Bitcoin uh, was about $41 worth of Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. And he offered 10,000 Bitcoin for the first ever transaction for a tangible product uh, to get two pies of pizza mm -hmm. delivered to his house in, in, uh, in Florida. Mm -hmm. And actually, it's funny, he offered that on May 18th. It took four days to get someone that can actually do the transaction back then. Wow. And on May 22nd, he found someone. Mm -hmm. Did um, spent ten thousand Bitcoin, got two pies of pizza. At the time, it was forty one dollars. Mm -hmm. At today's rate, it's something like seventy five million dollars. Oh, <laughs> so it's a fun event that every year on May twenty second, we celebrate how much Laszlo spent on pizza. It was the best pizza ever. <laughs> he, was, he, got, <laughs> he got it from Papa John's. Ah, it's even worse. <laughs> well, we're we're running a couple of other events. Okay. Um, you know, this is one that's meant to be fun and introductory in, in education. Mm -hmm. You know, we've, we've run a couple of other events. Uh, one that we're going to be doing in June is called a, a Create Your Own co a Crypto Coin event, mm -hmm. where on the Ethereum protocol, now Ethereum is running a, a smart contract mm -hmm. uh, ecosystem, where Bitcoin is only basically value mm -hmm. and changing uh, monies back and forth. So Ethereum is, is actually creating consider it an operating system. We can actually do those those real estate transactions and we can say, I own XYZ, you know, real estate property. Yeah. Or in this case, what we're gonna be doing the crypto coin event in is we're gonna create our own coins mm -hmm. on the Ethereum protocol. Um, so that's gonna be uh, June 11. Mm -hmm. What time? Uh, six o'clock at the Microsoft store in, uh, uh, in Huntington. In Huntington, oh, in and Wall. Definitely check that one out. Um, so that's one event, you know, we've hosted a couple of other events, but uh, they're all great ways to start getting involved. I mean, mm -hmm. This is something that is so new that it doesn't matter where you get started as long as you get started. Yeah, so it's several decades old, but it's new in the, in the sense that they're coming up with new, uh, the concepts that they, they came up with decades ago are finally being implemented. You know, you know what's really cool is I did an event um, about the payment processing and we talked about um, this isn't the first time we've been trying to do digital money. I mean, we've been trying to do digital money since we created the internet. Yeah. Can you imagine we have this internet where my voice or my anything can be you know, communicated across the world mm -hmm. instantaneously? So the first thought was money. And back in 1989, they had the first version of uh, digital cash. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it failed because it had a problem called uh, double spend. Oh, they, I send the money, but I still If I have send it. you money, how can I also prevent from the money that I sent you, why, what's to prevent me sending that money to somebody else? Yeah. And blockchain technology does prevent that by time stamping it and mm -hmm. putting it into those blocks and you know, making it this ledger that uh, is effectively a progression of time. Mm -hmm. um, but 
there's been several digital monies, mm. um, and they all die within 10 years. In fact, the first uh, digital money, I think it was called DigiCash. Microsoft, back in 1991 or so, mm. offered $100 million to buy out this digital cash, and the yeah. guy turned it down. Oh, he should, oh man. <laughs> and, I know he's kicking himself. And, and it ended up dying because of its um, centralized nature, mm -hmm. because one entity was responsible for protecting the ledger. Yeah. Um, but ev there's been several digital currencies that have all died within about 10 years. Mm -hmm. And we are 10 years into Bitcoin, actually we're 11 years into Bitcoin. Okay. And we're all just getting, just getting started. That's how, how you know that this has its staying power. That's exciting. So um, I guess the question that I have, um, as far as any of the currencies, as far as, can you, have we reached a point where you can use them to invest or is it really just a buy and hold type of? Well, what do you mean invest? Like, say can I use it to, I guess purchase any, purchase any kind of investments or like us? Yeah, I mean, there, there are real estate transactions that are starting to take place where you can buy things um, in real estate, you know, buy real estate mm -hmm. with Bitcoin. One of the cooler things, and this is what I was talking to Craig Taylor and the Only Love Foundation is um, BitMEX, which is one of the exchanges down in, in Mexico. Mm -hmm. uh, they're working on a system so that with Bitcoin through their platform, you can get invested into the S&P 500. So you consider that we're giving these kids in Kibera, Kenya, mm -hmm. the opportunity to get invested into America's S&P 500. It's, yeah. it's incredible. It's mind blowing that, you know, here they, I'm not, I'm barely invested in the S&P 500 and here's these kids with a chance to get involved, uh, invested in it themselves. Mm -hmm. That's good. Um, I guess that's all the questions for now. I mean, unless there's anything else you want to, you want to drop any social media is, uh, anything else you want to, you want to include? Well, you can all check us out at uh, liblockchain.org mm -hmm. um, or reach out to me at craig at liblockchain.org. Mm -hmm. We're going to continue to run some events. Uh, we're just trying to promote and get the, uh, the community up and educated. Mm -hmm. you know, we're doing this Bitcoin pizza day. We're doing this create your own coin. And uh, something, also, something also more fun is I'm trying to run uh, uh, Bitcoin pub crawls. Oh yeah, you definitely did mention that. Yeah, you know, if we can get people to dress up as Santa Claus mm -hmm. and run around and do some pub crawls, we can get people to start uh, buying their beer and Bitcoin and run around and, you know, get involved. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what we're looking to do here. Just get involved. Yeah. This is the most important technological advancement uh, of our generation. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing my part to get people on, on board. One of the cool things that we were talking about before we started recording, um, a lot of times I'll go to stores, real small stores, and I want to buy something. I use my... I use my card, my, my debit card for everything. So I want to go and I'll buy like one bottle of juice or whatever. And like I want to buy something and I'll say, yeah, it's a minimum of $5 because the reason they want the minimum $5 is because their credit, their, the company that they use to process transactions through card charges them a certain amount. And then me buying a $1.50 bottle of juice or water or whatever isn't worth it. But with the Bitcoin, I think you said it was something like they only take like 1% of the well, transaction. Bitcoin, Bitcoin itself. Bitcoin, but the cryptocurrency. Well, Bitcoin itself actually doesn't have, they have network fees. So mm -hmm. you actually have to pay in Bitcoin in order to do the transactions, mm -hmm. which are really, really small. Yeah. Um, but there is no service because Bitcoin isn't owned by anyone yeah. that's taking a, a 
component of your of the fee. Gotcha. So these vendors that want to do it, I, I like using something called BitPay, and I've been setting up uh, some merchants around uh, around here mm-hmm. onto the BitPay service. They charge a one percent fee mm-hmm. in order to accept the Bitcoin, mm-hmm. and for the merchant, what they'll do is they'll instantaneously sell it on the exchange mm-hmm. and deposit in into their U.S. bank account yeah. within twenty four to forty eight hours, and they charge one percent. Yeah, one percent is significantly lower than the three to four percent that credit cards are. Yeah. Are charging now something that's also worth pointing out when you're using a credit card there are there's your bank there's the mer- there's the um, credit card processing agent there's mm-hmm. the merchants bank there, there are five or six different hands that that money has to uh, go across mm-hmm. in order to do that simple transaction for a bottle of water yeah um, Bitcoin is meant to be peer-to-peer in fact it was built on a forum called peer-to-peer you know Satoshi Nakamoto was the who created the white paper for Bitcoin, mm-hmm. which you know was the start of all of this? Um, he wrote it on the peer-to-peer foundation forum, mm-hmm. and that's what this is all about: being able to transact person to person. Yeah, that's that's dope. You know, making things a lot easier, a lot more stress-free. But um, yeah, I guess that's it for now. Um, thank you for joining me, Craig. My pleasure. Um, I enjoyed learning about blockchain, not just Bitcoin. You know, as everybody thinks of it as. And um, I look forward to seeing what you do with the blockchain. I look forward to coming to your, what is it, make your own cryptocurrency event? Create create your own crypto coin. I can't wait for that. You know, if I have some broke to bank world's coins that I can give out to some people, then uh, it'll be worthless. But, you know, it'll, it'll, be, it'll awesome. be worthless. <laughs> but it'll exist and it'll be immutable. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks again. Uh, everybody, you know, thanks for tuning in. Um, you guys have a wonderful day. Peace.